Hello again, friends, and welcome to another fine edition of 151. My name is Adam, and I am joined by a man who has the Dukes of Hazard himself to work every morning. Friends, his name Yeehaw. is Justin. Hey, how you doing? I, I saw the uh, picture on Facebook today, and I loved it. Oh, I headed south to uh, do some, you know, my real job, some real work. Uh, and, uh, uh, yeah, encountered some unexpected water. It wasn't just water. It was like a flat-out flood. Yeah, it was It was significantly over the road with a lot of significant flow. Nice. Well, with that being said, we are 151. We're brought to you by Skeleton Wine. You can find out more about them at their website, SkeletonWine.com, or on their Facebook page, at Skeleton Vineyards. As for us, you can find out more about us on Facebook, Twitter, and Tumblr, all at 151theshow. And we hope that you subscribe to our Podbean, iTunes, Stitcher, YouTube, and every other channel that's out there. Otherwise, just go to 151theshow.com or thisstationswebsite.com. Check it out at this station's website. Now you're actually sounding like you're working in radio. Yeah, well, you know, it happens to the best of us, I guess. Yeah, some of us just stumble and fall back into radio and stuff. And yeah, it's a talk right. for another time, right? Exactly. All right, so as we get into the Memorial Day weekend, we were surprised yesterday we got the first ever look at Star Trek Picard. CBS uh, All Access released it yesterday. And it's, uh, let me put it to you like this. It was the same day that Terminator Dark Fate, uh, we got to see the first trailer for that. Star Trek simply showing a vineyard and barely setting up the story was a million times more interesting to me than anything Terminator did yesterday. Oh, yeah. Wait, I mean... Don't get me wrong, Linda Hamilton looks great for her age, but yes, old man Picard beats old man uh, Schwarzenegger any day of the week. So I thought a couple of the interesting things, I mean, they kind of set up the story that uh, I, I, somewhere we had heard that the events of Abrams' movies where uh, Romulus is destroyed was going to play a part in this. Uh, we right. see that in Star Trek Online that you know Romulus is no longer there, that that's a part of that that continuity in this one it looks like that's what it we're leading towards uh unlike the countdown comics picard is an admiral who leads the evacuation at least that's what we're guessing at this point and uh what else did you take from it that something tragic happened whether by accident or by Jean-Luc Picard maybe making a mistake, maybe being too sure of himself uh, is kind of how it rang for me. And uh, something terribly, terribly tragic happened. And, um, you know, the the end of it where did you lose your faith in yourself in Starfleet or in us kind of kind of makes me wonder how they're going to play this tragedy and what really happened and how long we're going to have to go before we uh, find out what happened. So if if it is an arc where something bad happens or he made a mistake, hopefully it'll be a redeeming arc. And they said it was going to be a psychological examination of John Luke Picard. Maybe it'll be a redeeming arc, and hopefully they're not last Jediing the shit out of this. So, Do you think it could be a thing where they needed a fall guy? Because the, the way I kind of wa watched the trailer, it was they were setting up that, yes, they were evacuating probably Romulus. The lady that's probably talking is probably Romulan. And it sounds to me that it was like the impossible task. Hey, we need you to evacuate a planet. And there was just no way to get millions of people off world, you know? Right. Uh, it, it struck, that's funny that you say that. It struck me as, as the lady speaking was Romulan as well. Yeah. Uh, and I wonder if whether because we're just that ingrained to listen the way that uh, the, the people uh, who have 
played Romulans have have spoken. You know who it actually uh, but, sounded like? My first thought was Michael Burnham from Discovery. Oh, and see, I thought it uh, it kind of sounded like um, uh, what's her name that uh, played uh, the second Savick and then uh, played a Romulan later on in Next Generation. Oh, I think I know who you're talking about. Not uh, not Kirstie Alley, but uh, uh, Robin Curtis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, it could be. I don't know. I just uh, I got the feeling that that was a Romulan voice. And maybe, you know, do you think it's a thing where there was, you know, not all of the story, you know, about how people were, you know, taken off the planet was done? It's got to be something to do with getting the people off the planet before it dis- is destroyed, right? I don't know. Uh, I mean, I, I think that's where we're going to, to some sort of, of tragedy, but, uh, you know, maybe involving the, uh, uh, evacuation, maybe, uh, uh, maybe somebody in, in, uh, Picard's, uh, you know, maybe Picard handpicked a guy to coordinate it and he decided to, uh, you know, uh, commit genocide on the Romulans when he had a chance. I, yeah, who knows at this point. Right. Um, I mean, there's so many different ways they could play that. You know, hopefully they don't besmirch any any of the characters that we've known and loved that it doesn't turn out to be Worf, like, you know, destroying the Romulans or something <laughs> like that. Worf went I don't rogue. Think, I don't think Jonathan Frakes would be involved with that, though, and he seems pretty happy to be involved. Oh, is he? He's directing. Is he really? Yes. Uh, in fact... Uh, just saw a picture of those two together. Yeah, I think he's doing two or three episodes of it. You know, I watch, and this is isn't part of the trailer, but it was on YouTube, and I could see if I could find the uh, video again. But I saw a video of uh, Patrick Stewart lovingly talking about the Next Generation and why he decided to come back, and it was a very moving thing. So, part of me, like I see this, and I'm really excited, and then there's part of me that's. Please, CBS, don't screw this up. I don't think Patrick Stewart would be involved if they were going to crap on what they did in The Next Generation. I really don't think he would. I don't think he, he, he'd personally do it. I don't think that he would be involved in something that would besmirch what he did with those people that he loves for all that time. I really don't think so. I hope not. I really hope not. But no, the trailer looked great. I that that's always kind of what Next Generation should have looked like, right? The only thing that makes me wonder about the trailer, uh, or well, not the trailer, the poster that they're showing up, uh, uh, the Picard poster with the uh, the Starfleet Delta in the vineyard. They haven't used that star in the middle like that's the original Enterprise insignia badge from like. 1701 the original series back when although discovery has you know uh changed this now has has rewritten this but back when every ship actually had their own patch and that wasn't the starfleet delta that was the enterprise delta i thought i saw a thing about like the uniforms what they're going to look like and the com badges look different like they have a design inside them so right and and maybe maybe they're bringing it back. Maybe they're going retro for that. Did you see the? Uh, it was on YouTube. I put it up on the Facebook page at some point. But the uh, uh, little like leaked CBS commercial of the Star Trek Picard series, right? Where he walks in, the guy's like name, and he just does the look and stuff. So but part I- of me is like, okay, so hopefully there's a little bit of humor and you know good in this show. I would I would think so. Um, you know, Patrick Stewart likes, uh, 
you know, humor these days. And, you know, well, you look at that. Okay, if this is set like 18 years after, you know, Romulus is blown up and 15 years after he's been out of Starfleet and that kid's like 21 years old, you know. Yeah. Of course, he's not going to know who Picard is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. This Still is... makes him a douche. <laughs> this is 151. Uh, we're brought to you by Skeleton Wine. You can find out more about them at their website, skeletonwine.com, uh, or on their Facebook page at Skeleton Vineyards. Please go to uh, 151theshow.com to find out more about us and hear more podcasts. Uh, the last time we talked was right after you saw Endgame. Uh, what a, there's been a, some other news that have come out since then, but I'll be damned if I can remember what it is. Oh, there's been a lot of, without getting really spoilery into Endgame, which I'm certainly not uh, averse to, and uh, as soon as we actually get in the same place to record, instead of going over the phone here like this, um, we are definitely going to spoil the crap out of Endgame. Yeah. Um, um, oh, oh, I know what it was. We had the uh, wrap-up to Big Bang Theory. Yep. We had the wrap-up to Game of Thrones. Yep. Uh, we had, uh, which... I will tell you right now, We, I mean, we can talk about those two if you want, but I will tell you right now, you know what the best show on TV is? What's that? Chernobyl. I have not seen any of that yet. It's on HBO. It's a miniseries, and uh, uh, it is it is fantastic, and it's one of those things that it's scary in a real-world sort of way, if that right. makes sense. So yeah, that makes sense. It it's just uh, just unbelievable. Another HBO show that we saw the trailer for uh, that came out was Westworld three yep. season three. Excuse me. Passing passing the torch off as quick as they can there. Uh, did you when you saw it? Were you interested at all in it? It's very hard for me to separate for better or for worse, and I hate to be the guy that like you know sticks a guy typecast a guy. It's very hard for me to, you know, separate uh, what's his name from uh, uh, Breaking Bad now. So oh, every time uh, I see him, like in that, yeah, uh, yeah, I just want to be like, it's it's androids, bitch. Yeah, I just I saw that, and uh, I don't know if it was just the last. I'm kind of tired of Westworld trying to play this game with me about oh, what part happened first and all that. Right. Or I kind of want them just to come out and be like, hey, this is the straightforward timeline. It's just a show right. this season. It was, uh, you know, it was it was a interesting mind f the first season, but at this point, you're just starting to make me mad. Did you, uh, you know, going back to HBO stuff? Did you watch any of the Game of Thrones, or you've just never been into it, right? So I stopped watching. Uh, what uh, what season was the Red Wedding in? Like three, three. I think I stopped after two or three or maybe i just quit like midway through the third season because they like released the architecture of of how many seasons how many books and that was about the time that they started realizing that source uh, material was gonna gonna run out yeah that they were gonna outpace the books yeah and because i've always been a book guy and i started that series like right after the first one before you know anybody had any inkling uh, you know, number one, I knew what was coming. So it watching it was kind of just waiting for the big moments. Yeah. Uh, like I can remember, I can remember texting Moose while the, uh, the episode with the Red Wedding came on and just like messing with him throughout the episode. Oh, no, you're going to love it. You're going to love it. You're going to love it. And then just like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I've known this was happening for five years, you know. It's uh, just... so I kind of, I kind of dropped out. 
uh, because I wanted him to get the books finished, and now I've just given up all hope of that ever happening. It's just kind of like they were like, hey, we got to wrap this up. What do you guys want to do? Um, let's have Brienne sleep with you. Okay, cool. Let's do that. Um, let's have Bran be the new king. Oh, wait, what? Yeah, they're never going to see it coming. He hasn't done anything. No, nah, it'll be fine. We'll we'll have him be the new king. I'm looking at this the same same way for anybody who's ever read um, The Wheel of Time. So we had 10, 11 books that spread out a time frame and set up just what should have been 10 or 11 more books Yeah, uh, to get it all wrapped up at the pace and, and the amount of threat. It was so wandering and meandering, but it was good enough quality content that everybody's like okay great and then um robert jordan died and brandon sanderson came in and they said uh you got to finish this up in like a book and he said well i can't do that and he wrote a book that they ended up putting in splitting out into three books because it it was massive and he still didn't have enough time to wrap everything up the way it should have been but it was an ending the problem is that yeah 80 percent of the action that happened happened in like 20 percent of the time and it was such an abrupt change and i think that's what having looked at everybody's reaction and knowing how the books went and how the source material went that they suddenly went long and plotting and elaborate and world building and rich and Hey, let's just get this done. Uh, we got six episodes to do it. Yeah. the What's funny about it is I, I started doing a rewatch uh, right before the season started, and I didn't get through it in time, but you know everything is great through one through six, and then it got to seven. And you know I'd heard people that are like, oh, it's such a huge rush job on it. It feels rushed and all this. I never, like the first time through, I never really felt that. The second time through, it's like, oh, this is awful. This right. is just awful awful so uh yeah but i will say in the final episode there is one of the coolest shots i've ever seen and it's one with uh uh denarius where uh or danny however the hell you say her name where she kind of shows her true colors and what she really is with uh the dragon wings right i've seen that several times on the internet that was that was one of those moments where you go that's cool so of course then i saw a version of it where somebody photoshopped in Jon snow waving a cape like he was batman beside it that was pretty funny too (laughs) that's awesome so all right, buddy. Well, we can probably start to wrap things up. Oh, by the way, did we uh, did we ever talk about the... Did you see Discovery, the season two finale? Yes, I did. Did we talk about that the last time we talked? We did not. We didn't talk about that too, uh, at all. So, Just real quick, I want to give props to CBS. I know we've kind of come down on Discovery a lot over the last couple of years for not being very Star Trek and all that. I have to absolutely give them credit for the bridge of the Enterprise, NCC. It was a good redesign. Yeah, it, I saw that, and I was genuinely impressed by it, on right. how good of an update it was. It was very, very true to the original. It was it was not uh, the 2009 movie. If, if they'd done that for the 2009 movie... Uh, I'd have been way more impressed with it. I will get, yeah, I will give the props department. I want to see how badly uh, Discovery goes down for season three. Yeah. Because the only shining thing about that series in in two seasons, uh, they don't have anymore. Season one kind of sucked. And season two was really only made quality by the, uh, 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 the Ethan Peck, the kid who played uh, Spock. Yeah, he's pretty good. 
he he played a pretty good Spock. I'll give him that. Yeah. But I'm sorry. Anson Mount is Chris Pike. I, I have tweeted repeatedly and, and said repeatedly on, on social media that I'm ready for a, you know, Christopher Pike show, which in some ways I kind of think it's like Firefly. It was perfect. Yeah. Don't give it a chance to be screwed up. Uh, but I, yeah, the best thing about that show, unfortunately, is has come to an end because that was. That part of it was amazing. I will say this. Uh, there's a guy in my the building I work at. He was. Uh, we were talking about it, and he goes, do you really think that they put all that work into that bridge if they weren't going to do like a Christopher Pike show? They got a hell of a lot of CBS All Access subscriber money to do it, though. Yeah. So. Yeah, I don't know. If you're going to redesign it that much, it's hard for me to go, nope, they're never using that again. Right. So... All right. And the big, the big exciting news that I was super stoked for, uh, that we haven't covered yet. What's that? Uh, the Orville got a season three pickup. Yes, it did. So, congratulations to our friend or friend over at the Orville. <laughs> you know what? The only bad thing about uh, Patrick Stewart doing the Picard show. There's less, way less of a chance that he'll get to. Uh, be on the Orville? Yes, exactly. Do you think that seeing what Seth did with uh, the Orville had any uh, bearing on Patrick since they are, you know, at least know each other and friendly? <sighs> Do you think it had any bearing on him doing it? You know, I don't know. It, it goes back to that uh, that uh, uh, video I watched uh, where Picard or Picard uh, Stewart was talking about doing the part of Jean-Luc Picard again. Right. And he was dead set against ever doing it again because that was the past. And he got really bummed out that someone typecast him as, why would I want Captain Picard on the on my show? Right. And apparently it was a movie he really wanted to do. Uh, I'll see if I can find that video and put it up somewhere. But uh, uh, when he told the reasons why he came back, I'm not sure the Seth MacFarlane stuff really had a lot to do with it. It's just a thought. Not to shoot you down or anything, but you're wrong. It was just a thought. I mean, it was, yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm a moron. Jesus, Justin. I'll turn in my pop culture analyst badge. All right, buddy. Well, hey, we'll let you get going. I uh, hope you have a happy Memorial Day weekend, and uh, we'll we'll get together and actually do this uh, in the same room sometime, okay? Hey, you too, buddy. I'm working on trying to get things shook around here a little bit more so I can. So Perfect. All right, this has been another edition of 151. We're brought to you by Skeleton Wine. You can find out more about them at their website, skeletonwine.com, or on their Facebook page at Skeleton Vineyards. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Tumblr, all at 151 The Show. And we hope that you subscribe to our Podbean, iTunes, Stitcher, YouTube, Google Play, and every other channel out there. Also, 151theshow.com or this station's website.com. <gasps> it's a lot to say, man. Get yourself an oxygen bottle, my friend. Take some deep breath. All right. We'll talk to you later. All right, buddy. Bye. Bye-bye.